Just before we get to Scott Sorensen from the Panthers, Ray, I just want to say every time I ring someone at Penrith, mm. they are hell-bent on winning this World Club Challenge. A lot of sides have gone over there previously with a bit of a, if we win, we win. If we don't, we don't. But I know the Panthers are saying among themselves, and I'm sure Scott Sorensen will confirm this, that this is the one trophy to elude them. Mm. Of course, they were beaten by St. Helens uh, earlier last year at home. And uh, they've been so thoroughly dominant in the NRL. I think they want this trophy pretty badly. And if they go across there focused, fit and ready, I just can't see Wigan holding them at that sellout crowd at uh, DW Stadium. You know what it look good, Dino? The World Club Challenge trophy right next to the, the three Pete NRL trophies that are in the foyer at Penrith Panthers. And that's... I've been there, had a little, had a photo taken. Let's ask Scott Sorensen exactly what the players and the coaching group are thinking about this World Club Challenge. He's been good enough to join us on a Sunday morning. Scott, good morning. Good morning, boys. How are we going? Terrific. Thanks for joining us, Scott. Well, as Dino mentioned, Scott, this is the one challenge, one trophy that has eluded the Panthers. I think you've had three previous attempts at it, Penrith. How is the team preparing for the World Club Challenge? And is how high is it on the priority list to win this trophy, Scott? Uh, thank you very much, guys. Uh, look, it's, um, you know, obviously, um, for starters, you know, it's a privilege to uh, be in this position and, um, you know, a, a big challenge ahead in Wigan. Um, you know, something we're very excited for and um, mm. the boys are training really well and pre- preparing really well. Um, I know you uh, mentioned there um, it would look nice in the trophy cabinet next to yeah. next to the other ones there at Penrith. So, um, yeah, definitely agree with that. So, That'd be something special. Mm. Scott, winning a premiership is so difficult, as you no doubt know. Winning two is impossible. Three is out of this world. I mean, four. I mean, I know you're going to say it can be done because you're such a confident side out there, but my goodness, that would take some doing. Mm. Oh, mate, 100%. The the belief is there, obviously, to go up to the, the premiership again. Um, no different to any other team. It's a... Uh, it's a fresh year. Everyone's on the same points, and we all start at the, the start line. And, um, mate, the goal, obviously, is to, is to win the premiership again. Um, you know, it obviously takes a lot of hard work and, and a lot of dedication and, and training hard um, to be given the opportunity to get there and do that. But, uh, yeah, look, for now, it's a, that's a long way away. Um, you know, we're just going to be where our feet are right now and um, looking forward to our first challenge in uh, Wigan over in the UK. Well, when does the team leave for England, Scott? Uh, so we'll leave on the 16th of February, mate. Right, so, okay. um, yeah, two weeks from Friday, uh, two days ago. Can't wait for that. Hey, Scott, in the build-up to last year's grand final, one of the epic games, Panthers 26, Broncos 24, I was reading a story where you were interviewed and the question you were asked is um, what it was about the squad that has kept the Panthers on the cusp of chasing these historic achievements like the three-peat and, as Dino mentioned, potentially the four-peat. Your answer intrigued me. You said... It comes down to two words, Ivan Cleary. And you expanded on that by saying he's just built a culture. He's built this team. He's brought players in and players who have left, the ones he's brought in, have brought into his his culture and his ethos. Can you expand on that for our listeners, Scott? <clears throat> yeah, mate. Look, it's, it's um, you know, you sort of get asked that question a lot. And, you know, obviously um, the group that we have there is, um, you know, something that we've got a bond and, and we've got a um, uh, a group there that just hold each other um, very accountable to the way we train, the way we play and, and all the rest. Um, but, you know, that's got to start start somewhere and, and I really just believe that 
uh, that's Ivan Cleary. I feel mm-hmm. like he's, um, you know, uh, been given us such an incredible foundation to work off and, um, you know, to, to, to say with um, our culture and um, our values and um, to keep us, uh, help us keep, you know, so motivated and, um, you know, so hungry to go after it every year. And as you touched on, you know, there's, there's, there's players, there's players leaving, um, there's players coming in, there's coach, there's assistant coaches are leaving, there's assistant coaches coming in. So to be able to, to, be able mm. to deal with all of that and obviously the, I guess, you know, the, the story behind everyone, um, you know, winning your first premiership and then, and then, okay, can they go back to back? Okay, can they go three-peat? Okay, can they potentially go on to four? Um, you know, so I feel like it, takes a very special person to be able to deal with that being able to do deal with a group um you know so i, I feel like he, uh, he's done an absolutely incredible job and I feel like sometimes he doesn't get enough credit in in what he's doing at Pemrith and um mate, ever since walking through the door um you know not just i guess as a player as a person um a person with you know a, a player and a person with a with a young family too just to support he's given myself and he gives all the boys away from football um you know second to none and, and i can't speak highly enough of him mate just personally scott you're a bit of a late bloomer and i guess you could argue that you're really are a a, a wonderful advertisement for a perseverance mm. oh thank you very much it's a kind of you say mate but um yeah look it's Obviously, a desire as a young kid, you, all you want to do is is play NRL, and um, you know, as you touched on, I guess my time came a little bit later in life, and um, being get, given an opportunity out at Penrith, it was just a time where it was grabbing an opportunity with both hands, and I was lucky enough to be given that opportunity at Penrith, and uh, never take that for granted, mate, and um, really, really enjoying my time out there, and um, been lucky enough to be surrounded by such great coaches, great staff, and and great players, and um, you know, I'm really enjoying that and, and enjoying the challenge out there to, um, you know, to be the best. It's, um, yeah, been an unbelievable run and I'm very blessed and, and, yeah, very grateful to be in the spot I am. Uh, we mentioned, uh, you said earlier about what Ivan Cleary has done for the club, but how does the playing group adapt and cope when you lose um, some of the big-name players that the club has lost over the last three years? That's the, the downside of the success that the club has had and this this season, of course, Stephen Crichton has left, Jack Cogger, Zach Hosking, Spencer Lenu, Jamin Salmon, for example. Um, a few guys have come to the club, Paul Alamotti, Dane Laurie, Riley Price, Brad Schneider. But how does the playing group say, righto, this is what we've now got. We've got to play with what we've got. Because it must be disappointing to lose those players that, that have taken you to premierships. Yeah, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a very good question and, and a, fam- a familiar question now with, with players having to leave, and it's always, you know, it's always sad to see the see boys go, and you know, you understand um, their circumstances when they need to leave, and I guess that comes with the price of success, as you touched on, with, you know, people want to come and I guess grab a few of our boys and, um, you know, um, help help out their stakes for the premiership. So you completely understand that, and mm. that's the territory with it. But uh, look, mate, we. We touch on it a lot as a group that, uh, you know, it really is an X-man-up mentality. Um, and it's, it's just the truth. That's the way it is. And, um, you know, we, um, you know, I did touch on Ivan there as, as our coach and our assistant coaches, um, you know, try to give us the tools and um, give the tools to the boys that are coming through and, um, you know, uh, might be new to the club or might just be a junior coming coming up to their first preseason and, and give everyone the possibly the best opportunity so when their time comes and, and they're called on and they're needed um, they're you know they're ready to go and 
Um, I feel like we've got such an incredible um, senior group there, an experienced group, and um, our captains in Nathan and Isaiah um, are just just do a phenomenal job in helping these young boys come through, or helping these new players that come into the group come through, and um, you know build them with confidence and trust that we have systems there, whether defence or attack that. Um, you know, if you, um, you know, work hard and you learn the system and you fall into our systems in, in the way we play, um, you know, you can give yourself the best opportunity to, to um, have a successful year. And um, I feel like just the belief in the group, whether you have played one game, we've played, played a thousand, it doesn't really matter, mate. If, if you know, if you, um, you know, put in the team first and, um, you know, you're trying to do your best and, and work with our system, then, um, you know, we're all going to give each other the best chance to compete and, and to win. Scott, if you were to take the Panthers out of the equation, who do you think are the teams to beat in 2024? Oh, that's a great question, mate. Look, I, I can't obviously go off the success and, and the strength of the Broncos last year. Um, I feel like, yeah, they're going to definitely be right up there again. Um, and I, I can't, um, you know, go past Melbourne Storm as well. I feel like they're consistency over the last number of years, decades, um, you know, he, they've just been absolutely phenomenal and been quite a challenge for us in the, in the last few years. Um, you know, I always love coming up against them, so I can't can't go past Melbourne, and, and I feel like the Warriors might even um, come close to next year as well. So, um, look, you know, um, you know, you could go off uh, as well the Roosters, you could say Cronulla, there's quite a number of teams I feel like are on the build and, and really coming to challenge. Um, and, you know, another preseason and a few more recruits. Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be exciting year and a, and a big challenge again and can't wait for it, mate. You just touched on something I mentioned earlier in the show, Scott. There's about, in my opinion, 13 or 14 teams more than capable of getting top eight, top six, top four. So there's going to be a lot of teams that miss out who probably should be there in their roster. But, gee, it's going to be a tight mm. competition. Oh, 100%, mate. And, you know, no disrespect to any other teams that I didn't mention. I just had a handful off the top of my head there. And, um, you know, I'm sure there's there's a lot of teams that are looking to pull, uh, you know, strive in the top eight. Like I didn't even mention, you know, the Newcastle Knights. They had a fantastic back end of the year um, last year. And, um, you know, potentially South Sydney as well with a few new recruits and a few new faces there. So, um, you know, you could go through a number of teams now and, with uh, you know new te- uh, new few new faces, whether a new coach, whether a new um, you know a new player, so um, yeah, there's quite a quite an exciting exciting year ahead, and um, can't wait for the challenge, mate. And uh, looking forward to um, to it uh, in the next few weeks. Incredible to watch the Panthers as they go about trying to go four in a row. Scott, can I take you back to the grand final on October one? Ezra Mam scores his third try in. Effectively 10 minutes, it goes 24-8. You blokes at the try line looking up at the scoreboard at the clock. There's about 20 minutes to go. You're one of the senior players in the group. What what did the senior players say? Where did that belief come from that you could turn that around because it looked like the Broncos were riding a tsunami over the top of the Panthers at that stage? Yeah, oh, mate, they, um, yeah they definitely had all the momentum and yeah. attacking very, very well. But, uh, you know, in the same time, you know, it wasn't... It wasn't uh, an approach where you know the boys were coming in and you know were, heads were down or anything like that. We just we just had to get back to the style that we play and um, as I touched on before, the systems in our defensive uh, structure and um, <clears throat> we just needed to sort of I don't know just sort of get back to the present, mate. So the, the first thing was you know everybody coming in and just reconnecting and um, I guess taking a breath and, and realizing that realizing that uh, you know that that you know, 
we need to start playing some football here and, um, you know, like <clears throat> not, not focusing too much on the result, not focusing too much on the on the clock, um, you know, with, with the time that we had left. And it really was just let's get back to our system. Let's take a breath and uh, let's play some footy and, um, you know, let's get let's try to give us a chance to get back into this football game. What about the new stadium out there? Mm. Uh, Scott, it's obviously That's been approved exciting. and yeah. looks like it's going to be a wonderful uh, venue. I mean... It's exciting times at Penrith, isn't it? Everything on field is brilliant, and everything off the field seems to be going equally as successful. Oh, mate, it's yeah, very, very exciting. It's it's awesome, and um, being able to have a look at the plans and, and talk to the boys about it. I'm actually signed out there to the end of 2026, so hopefully they might hold on to me a few more years <laughs> to enjoy the stadium, which would be good. Uh, but yeah, it's very exciting for the area, mate, and um, I feel like you know our. our our fans have really enjoyed some um, good times out there and, um, you know, it's awesome awesome for all of them and our support to, uh, you know, even th- throw a few more seats in there and pack it out even more. So it's exciting for the players, exciting for the club and really exciting for the community as well, mate. And, and to host a few ven- um, events there as well will we'll be awesome and, um, you know, really looking forward to it. So, uh, yeah, the boys are, are thrilled and, and can't wait for it to um, get started and hopefully be... Um, sorted sooner rather than later. Yeah. Just one final one, Scott. Um, you mentioned the community there, and um, I'm a Penrith boy, and my daughter um, worked as a primary school teacher in the area. Yeah. Uh, I'm fully aware of the impact that this club has had on the community, but do the players, do they know the impact they have on the community and indeed the, the younger kids. And I say that because my daughter's told me about times when some of the players have turned up at the school on a promotional visit and kids have tears in the eyes when you guys leave. Are you aware of the impact you're having in the local community? Oh, that's, yeah, that's really nice to, to hear. Um, actually, it's, it's um, you know, something that we take great, great pride in. Um, you know, I was really big on, um, you know, speaking to the boys and speaking to our team and our club about being a source of community pride out at Penrith. And, um, you know, it means a lot to us. And, uh, yeah, even to the point where we have, you know, fan days and, and, and being able to get an opportunity to spend spend some time with our fans and our supporters and even our sponsors. And, uh, mate, it's, you know, it, it could be a 45-degree day out there at Penrith and, you know, we, we might have a signing session at 12 o'clock and they're already lined up at 9, ready to go. And, um, you know, we just appreciate them so much and hopefully making making them the community very proud of us. So, you know, we ha- we do have fans that come from far and wide as well, which is, you know, very exciting and, and awesome to see. And um, as I've I've touched on and, and yourself has touched on, just being a, a source of community pride and, and it's nice to hear and um, get some feedback from yourself and um, and others. So, uh, mate, yeah, we, it does mean a lot to us and, and it's always nice to hear and, um, yeah, it's a very special place. Uh, well said. Well, Scott, before you go, I'd just like to say that you are so well-liked uh, you're so respected. You are dedicated, and every success that you get, you deserve. And I just think, as Ray and I were talking off air, you're a credit to the club, you're a credit to the game, and you're a credit to your family. So well done, mate. You're a terrific young bloke. Oh, thank you so much. That that really does mean a lot, um, mate. Yeah, look, it's 
uh, as I said before, I'm very grateful and 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 really appreciate um, you know the, the chance that Penrith have given me out there, and um, I'm very blessed to have a beautiful family. So um, it's very very nice of you to to say, mate. Thank you very much. Hey Scott, we can hear the kids in the background, so you've got more important <laughs> things to do than talk to us. But we really appreciate you coming on on a Sunday. Very best of luck in the World Club Challenge. That's on February 25 against Wigan, and and of course as the Panthers chase an historic fourth successive NRL Premiership in 2024. Thanks so much, Scott. Uh, thank you very much, John. I appreciate the kind words, and um, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thanks, Scott. Good on you there, Scott Sorensen, back row at the Panthers. And you're right, Dan, hasn't his career turned around? Because he got that phone call. He was pretty much on the scrap heap, if I can use that expression, and got that phone call out of the blue from Ivan Cleary to come and meet him and Cameron Serraldo when he was still at the club had an interview, he was driving back home in the car and they rang him and said, come to training on Monday. Great stories. You said of perseverance and here he is now at the age of 31, I think I'm right in saying. Yes. With three premiership rings under his belt and he's about to play in a World Club Challenge. He is one of the great stories in rugby league. We have so many throughout a year, Ray, of of, of heartbreak, Mm. of inspiration and certainly Scott Sorensen's commitment late in life. He just didn't want to give up, Ray. He just refused to buckle under the obstacles thrown at him. And his reward, he, he, as I said, he is an advertisement for perseverance. No, he certainly was. Great to have him on the show.